you know, there's two schools of thought in that you write it down and you look at it and you remember what the goal is and you're moving toward that goal and you can visualize it because it's written down somewhere. And then there's a school of thought of don't write it down because then you're pressuring yourself too much. Hey, I'm Deanna Seymour, a mom, a business owner, and a lady trying to love her body just the way it is. Here's the thing. We all know you've got to make mistakes to learn, but sometimes it can feel like you're the only one getting it wrong. Am I right? I'm on a mission to change that. Because guess what? Nobody's perfect. So let's laugh, learn, and celebrate our mistakes at the Imperfect Party. Did you know that I have a free Facebook group that goes along with this podcast? It's called Imperfect Party. Creative, I know. It's a place to boost your business, body image, and mama mindset. You can ask for advice, get feedback, or maybe even make a new friend. We dive deeper into the topics discussed on the podcast, as well as support and encourage each other on our imperfect journeys. You can find it at facebook.com backslash groups backslash imperfect party. See you there. Do you ever feel dumb when it comes to SMART goals? I mean, maybe not dumb, but slightly overwhelmed. Maybe it's just hard for you to stay on track and see them through. Or maybe it feels like too much pressure because they're so specific and timely. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but we're going to work through all that today. Because today I'm chatting with Lori Richards. She traded in her corporate life in human resources, operations, and project management to start her own business. Her goal is to help new entrepreneurs build solid foundations for their businesses so they can focus on growth and scaling in a sustainable way. I mean, for real, is this the person to help us with SMART goals? I think so. (laughs) Today, we're going to break down the ever-intimidating SMART goal. I mean, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but they just seem super, like, data-driven and a total bummer. Lori's going to change your mind, or maybe just my mind, about it. I don't know, maybe I'm the only one who hates a SMART goal. Anywho, she's going to teach us how to create some kick-ass goals for the new year. Let's do it. Lori, welcome to the Imperfect Party. Thank you so much for having me, Deanna. I'm so excited you're here. We are talking about SMART goals and goal setting, and it's something, admittedly, I kind of suck about. So I'm treating you like a free coach. (laughs) I hope that's okay. I hope that's that's okay. uh, It's perfect. (laughs) All right. So what, obviously, I feel like you're super organized, super awesome, but what is your, like, official title? Tell us a little bit more about your business and what you do? So technically, you would call me an online business manager or an OBM. Uh, It's such a broad title. But basically, what I do is I go into people's businesses behind the scenes, and I make everything work. (laughs) I organize, make it work. (laughs) All those fun things that people don't want to do. I take care of that. Yeah, all the stuff that's so hard. And in my opinion, boring, but I know it's exciting for some people. Probably people like you. It has right? its moments. <laughs> <laughs> so what, okay, so it's it's not that fun for you, or maybe it is, but what, like, what drew you to this path? I don't know, can I call it a passion? Or like, wh- how did this become your job? Like, what, what got you into this? So I left my role as a business manager last December, and I was going to be working with an investor to set up a business and help him basically from the ground up um, create his business. And as I was going through the business plan, I was realizing this guy's already got lots and lots of money. 
he doesn't need my help. <laughs> so I kind of, I handed him the business plan and I went, you know what, this is not something that I think I'm going to be very passionate about because it was making him money and it was going to be late nights, my blood, sweat, tears, time away from my family. And I realized that I wasn't wanting to work with big investors. I wanted to work with small businesses, people that were trying to get ahead. So working with the little guys to be the big guys. So yeah. that really brought me over to um, the online world because I was looking for work and, you know, you're applying to roles that you think are okay. And it just kept coming back to, I want to help small business owners. And I was looking and went online business management. This is so everything that I do. So I got everything together, was about to launch and then COVID hit. Ugh. Yeah. Right? It was like, what the biggest <laughs> bummer ever. It's know, like, it's, right? so, it's still, I mean, I feel like I talk about it too much probably, but it's just so bizarre to me and surreal. But at the same time, like totally not that weird. Like I'm like, yeah, okay, virus, that makes sense. Yeah. But that's going on for way too long. Let me just put that out there. I thought it was like, I, let me tell you how dumb I am. I thought it was like two weeks we all had in our house. And then I felt like I sounded like Snooky because I was like, and then it just disappears. Like what, how do we, what, like if nobody comes in contact with anybody, what, where would it go? I think that's what everybody was thinking in the beginning is that, oh, you know, it's not a big deal. We'll get through it. And I don't think anyone expected it to be what it was or what it is still. Yeah. Oh. It's too much. That's what it is. Too yeah. much. Anyways. Okay. So then COVID hit and then. COVID hit and then I realized that there were so many people going from brick and mortar to online. So it mm-hmm. was kind of perfect timing as awful as that sounds. It was yeah. perfect timing for me to go into this online space And then that's where I started connecting with small business owners and really got in behind the scenes and organizing, putting systems in place, that type of thing. And it just went so well with all of my experiences from my career before uh, the online world. So cool how that worked out. Um, So what's the difference between an, what are you again? What's the acronym? Online business manager. OBM. Okay. OBM. Okay. I thought I was going to say it wrong. And a VA. I feel like there's a difference. There is is a difference. Yeah. So virtual assistants, um, you would refer to them, I guess, as doers. So they're the ones that do the administrative work. They manage the calendar. They put out newsletters, that type of thing. Um, All of the, the detailed pieces of it. An OBM or an online business manager is really somebody who is a strategic partner there's somebody that can sit down and go through a project with the business owner and manage that business. They still do some of the administrative tasks, some of the behind the scenes stuff, but there mm-hmm. is a lot of management within that. So if you look at, we'll talk brick and mortar, because a lot of people are really familiar with that piece is that the brick and mortar would be, the VA would be your customer service rep and the OBM would be your office manager. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I, I see both those terms kind of thrown around a little bit, felt like interchangeably sometimes, but then other times didn't. And I was like, I feel like they're different, but there's some there, crossover. There a is little, some crossover maybe. in an OBM and a VA. And there are people that are really techie VAs and they really are doing an OBM role. And there are OBMs that are 
doing DA roles. And it's just, it's how you want to define yourself and what you're doing, really. Yeah. It seemed like there was like more training or certification a little bit to be an OPM. There is. There's a whole um, business um, school that is an online business management school where you do get a certification. Gotcha. You want the extra letter, you got to get extra knowledge. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you want three letters, you got to work for it. You better work. Just kidding. Okay. So, all right. Well, you're here today also. You're obviously really good at the organization and all that stuff and the behind the scenes, but you were talking earlier about the business plan and we're going to talk today about um, setting SMART goals, right? That's your jam. You're good at it. I'm good at that one. That's one that uh, I've been doing for quite some time. And it's really when I was in corporate, SMART goals became really the, the norm in corporate. Probably, mm-hmm. I guess, maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago is when you really started to hear about them. Um, but the it has such a structure to it that you there isn't an opportunity for gray area when you use SMART goals. Yeah, I love a gray area. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I just feel like I'm so, I don't want to say disorganized, but I'm just so creative that it's hard for me to like fit into this mold. So as you explain it, my little brain's going to be over here, like thinking really hard to feel like if I can come up with things or if you can give some real life examples, and then we can kind of figure out maybe even more how a, how a more artistic mind could work within the confines of a SMART goal. Because sometimes I feel like they're too, it's too much. And then it sort of turns me off to the whole thing, but I want to love them because I feel like you know what you're talking about and I like you so I'm giving them a I'm giving them a go today but going to give them a chance. Yeah, I want to give them a I give them a chance. Okay, so break it break it down for us. I'm going to like be quiet and try to think about them while you're going through them. So, With an open mind and an open heart. <laughs> <laughs> you have any questions as we're going through, you just ask away. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm going to be here just thinking about these smart goals. Okay. So, SMART is the acronym, right? So, SM ART. So the S is for specific. So it's something that there, there's no room for interpretation. So it's going to be the what, the who, and the why of it. Um, anything that is detrimental to the goal itself or achieving the goal is what you put into it. Um, so measurable are things that are, wait, wait, I got to stop you already. Cause that was like a lot of big words. Can you just give me, <laughs> I'm like, okay, specific. So you could say some, like, does that mean it has to have numbers specific or could you just be like, my specific is going to be like, I'm going to post on Instagram three times a week. Is that, yes. or that's the time. See, that's I get, specific. I get just hung up in the things. Okay. So give me an example of the specific. So specific, uh, I will go back to when I had to create an employee manual. Okay. So it was a time where I had to really get an idea of what I had to do and make a goal. And there was nothing that had already been done for it. I was completely on my own. So my specific goal was complete the new employee manual with all client service standard operating procedures by December 1st, we'll say of 2020 be my goal. Oh, is that the whole goal? Is that all the, is that all the letters you just said? That's so it does. It includes all the letters. So it doesn't have to be a big, long, lots of oh words. Oh my gosh. Goal. Now it's, I'm like, what? So now I'm embarrassed. I'm like, cool. rewind it. I'm not scared of smart goals. That's it. No, that was- you don't need to be smart because okay. it covers the, what you want to do, 
how how long it's going to take you to do it and almost the reason why as you de- dive deeper into it right okay I just feel okay I'm still gonna I still want to hear like a little bit more deep dive into each letter but I think I've been breaking it down too I've been like pulling out the microscope and breaking down each letter so hard that I'm like oh my gosh this is like I could just do the thing before I could write the damn goal so you keep going but that sounded very doable I think that's what happens is people get afraid of them because they're, how am I going to hit all of those letters? Like, how do I, how do I make that happen? And it's really, it's, it's not fine tuned process. And sometimes there is going to be gray area, but you want to have as little gray area as possible. So you have a true understanding of what the goal is. Okay. I I feel like a little dense, but I want you to say the, the manual one again, just really quick, what you just said, if you could repeat it. If you remember it. <laughs> so my manual goal, uh-huh. complete a new employee manual with all client service standard operating procedures by December 1st. Okay. Okay. So okay. Let's that, keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I told you I was going to be thinking, and then this is what happens when I start thinking. It's like a little dangerous for the, for the confines of a podcast. So uh, let me just shut up for a second and you keep going. So you already said specific and then you were starting to talk about measurable when I was so rude and interrupted you. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> so measurable. So it's the end result that's measured by being completed, right? So with our manual goal by December 1st of 2020, right? Okay. So that's the measurable piece. So if you go back to your, I want to post three times a week, it's done when you've posted your three times a week and you've got your time frame too, Right. Yeah, yeah. That we're going to go into afterwards. Okay. The next is attainable or achievable. However you want to, everybody, different people use different words. Attainable, achievable. They mean the is it even, Is there even a difference? I don't I've seen it both ways is. too. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Which one do you like? I say achievable. Yeah, that's what I like too. <laughs> because that one's kind of, attainable is, I don't know. I like achievable better. Attainable <laughs> sounds too stuffy. Achievable right? is like dream achieve I don't know if yeah. <laughs> it was more like a, um like it could be a little quote a little something cuter yeah I was like okay sorry right, so we're gonna say achievable we're officially we're gonna, sticking to achievable we're okay. gonna stick with achievable so so how do you know this is another sorry a stream of consciousness here how do you know if it's achievable like you're supposed to maybe dream big like how how do you know if you're saying something that's too easy or too hard you have to be realistic with yourself Right. Mm-hmm. So if you want to say, um, I'm going to post 30 times a week, that's <laughs> not attainable. And also probably get some unfollows. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes. If I said I wanted to get my whole new manual done by uh, next week. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. Um, okay. So it's, it's really understanding what you can get actually get done, but pushing yourself a little bit. Yeah. You're not going to create something that is so out of the realm of possibility that you'll actually reach it because you'll get defeated and not even try. Yeah. Yeah. I do that sometimes too. It, reach it, for, reach for the stars and fall on a moon or something. Right. <laughs> and it's a balance because you, everybody has really big goals. And big goals in life, whether that's personal, business, what have you, everybody's got them in 
not to take away from achieving those really big goals and those big dreams, but it's stepping stones to get there. Mm -hmm. And that's what the SMART goals really help you move towards because it helps you get that small, okay, so I've reached that small goal. What's the next goal to get the big dream? Yeah. Yeah. Much more attainable. I mean, achievable, achievable, (laughs) attainable. See that? I feel like I feel like that's where you would use attainable, but achievable. Like when you're thinking of the thing, it should be achievable, and then afterwards, you should be like, "Was it attainable? Did you attain it?" I don't know. They seem different to me. Okay, sorry, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) So the next one would be relevant. Uh, And again, there has been other words that have been used for that one. On I off the top of my head, I can't remember. I use relevant. Mm-hmm. So it needs to be relevant to what your ultimate goal is and whatever it is you're wanting to do, right? So if it's you want to, so for if we're going to use my manual piece, I want to be able to have new employees um, on board really seamlessly. So having a, an employee manual is really re- relevant to that need. Mm-hmm. If you're one, so if we're using your posting uh, goal, it's really relevant because you want to communicate with your audience. Yeah. Right. And it it's t- relevance to whatever it is, the ultimate goal that you're trying to reach. Not the smart goal we're creating, but the ultimate goal. Gotcha. Oh. So there's like a mother goal above all the smart goals. Yeah, there is. <laughs> all right. A big mama goal. There's the big mama update. goal and then there's the goals <laughs> underneath it and And that's why I say they're stepping stones, right? And some people use them as this is my big ultimate goal that I want. And then they create the small goals underneath or they go, these are the small goals to get to my big goal. And they work both ways, whether you want to write down the really huge goal um, and then bring it back down or whether you start with the small ones and then figure what your big goal is going to be as you kind of move along because people change and pivot. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And then the next one is timely. So is it make sense in the time frame? And is your time frame included in your goal? So if you said I wanted to post three times a week, that's got a timeline in it. Yeah. If I wanted to get my manual done by a certain date, that's got a timeline in it. And again, it comes to, you know, whether or not it's achievable within that timeline. So they all, yeah, they all like work together. It's not really, I mean, I know they go in order to spell out a clever little word, Yes, but it's really like all mixed together. It's like alphabet soup goal. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. They're all mixed in there. Okay. Okay. I'm feeling a little better about them now that I know it doesn't have to be as linear. Like I also thought this may be silly, but I also have like tried to write a whole sentence for each. Like, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is too much. But when you said that quick one, I was like, oh. It's putting way too much pressure if you try and do a a, a goal uh, a sentence for each one. It's yeah. so much pressure, pressure, right? And I think that's why people are fearful sometimes of creating goals for themselves and writing them down because it's, well, it's got to have all of these different pieces in it. It's one yeah. sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One sentence that can mean so much. But... It should just be called like little baby one sentence goal. Yeah. That sounds a lot less intimidating. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, how um do you have a system for like checking in on your goals and making sure you're like staying 
in on like on top of them? I do. I do. I have, I set myself annual goals as well as quarterly goals. So things as such as in how I do my goals is I have my goal and then I have task lists that go underneath that goal. Mm -hmm. So I break it down as to here's my, here's my goal. I want to have three more clients by January 1st, 2021. We'll say that's my goal now. Yeah. So it's got, it's three, it's, you know, it's measurable. It's got a date on it, attainable or achievable um, Mm -hmm. for me to get three more clients. Is that attainable or achievable? And it's measurable because it's got the three. So, and they all kind of mix in together, but it's a really, it's a small little sentence, but I have specific tasks that I would do to achieve that goal. So my task list could include, I increase my um, posting to mm-hmm. one post per day versus we'll say three posts per week, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that type of thing, um, reach out to more people, engage more in Facebook groups, that type of thing would be all taskless underneath that goal. Because a goal yeah. is great to have, but in order to achieve the goal, you have to do something to get there. It just won't magically appear as much as we would love to wave a magic wand and poof, yeah. at our goal. Yeah, yeah. At it sometimes, right? Well, okay. So also, I'm really big on. I'm thinking while you're talking. I'm really big on like process. The process. I I feel like the art teacher in me is like, just start and just go with it. And like you said, people pivot and things change. So I really like to focus more on the process. And admittedly, probably should focus a little more on like what the end game is. Mm -hmm. But even though it's measurable, a smart goal could still be. To, like written for process. Like I'm just going back quickly to the like Instagram one, but like posting three times a week, like an even more rigid and still maybe smart goal would be to say like, I will increase my followers by 10% in the next three months by posting three times a day or something. But we don't have to, you don't have to put that kind of pressure on yourself to make it no. a smart goal. No, you don't have to put that pressure on yourself because your there are things that are underlying things too right so if you're if you're posting three times a week you're going to get more engagement you're going to get more followers or the hope is you're going to get more followers Mm -hmm. and you can't achievable 10 percent engagement on your instagram um or increased followers it would also depend on how many followers you currently have right so if you have you know a hundred a 10% increase is 10 more followers. That's really achievable. Yeah. Right. But if you've got hundreds of thousands of followers, are you, are you going to be able to get that? And then I, I guess you get into the hundreds of thousands. You're not really too worried about it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wah, wah. You don't care about our little smart goal. You already yeah. beat yeah. that mama goal. Yeah, exactly. So it, I think it, for me, it's, I don't want to put so much pressure on myself on a very specific number yeah. um, with certain things. But for me with the, you know, for three more clients that has lots of impacts for quality of life. It has impacts mm-hmm. financially, right? So it, there are, are other goals that attach itself to that particular goal. Yeah. Well, and I think I've like the specific, and the like measurable, 
those are the two things that have kind of made me shy away from SMART goals because I feel like they're like product oriented over like process. But now that I'm realizing you can phrase that in a way that still is specific three times a week and measurable, did I do it three times a week? So that at the end of the week, you can be like, oh my gosh, I did my SMART goal. And maybe your big mama goal is to like grow your following. But I'm just a big believer in like, if you up your your participation on Instagram and you're posting three times a week and you're showing up daily or you're doing whatever, that's going to happen anyways. So I feel like those kind of goals remind me a little of like getting on a scale and being like, oh, I suck or like, oh, I did it. Or like, I don't know the the ones that measure. And I know somebody's got to measure specific things. Like there's accountants and people who <laughs> who know yeah. how to use spreadsheets and whatever. <laughs> but I just feel like for me personally, I feel like, I don't know, moving my body in a way that makes me happy yeah. is my goal and not losing X amount of weight. Yes. Does that make because- sense? Yes, because you put that pressure on yourself. And if you don't hit that specific piece of it, Mm -hmm. it it's so defeating. That sometimes it's like out of your control. Like you could gain muscle and then you gained weight or you could just, I don't know, people say algorithm. So I'll just throw that out there. But you know, like you are consistently showing up more and maybe you gained some followers, but you didn't gain as many as you thought you wanted to. So then you end up feeling like a loser. And I just shy I've always shied away from smart goals because it made me feel like you had to choose like it was a little more data driven and I was like not my thing well and you know going back to the Instagram piece of it so for me a goal with Instagram is to post every other day Mm -hmm. and it's not and that and for me that is so that my information is getting out there, there's some awareness, that type of thing. But I, you know, one week I'll gain 10 followers and then the next week I'll lose three. But my audience is figuring out if they like what I'm, what I'm giving them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not my audience and they leave. Well, that just means I have a more engaged audience because it's the people that like what I'm doing and engaging with me that are sticking around. Exactly. Cause That's then like another goal, your engagement goal, maybe your yeah. stats or your numbers on that went up cause you lost a follower, but now your audience is more engaged, whatever. Exactly. Okay, good. I like this. Cause I feel like you're, you're maybe a little more linear of a thinker and we're on the same page. So I yeah. feel like, like there's hope for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Okay. And the things are so specific could be, you know, when you talked about posting three times a week, if you had said, I'm going to post more on Instagram, well, that's not specific enough. You just post three times a week. That is, that covers everything. Yeah. It's relevant, relevant to your ultimate goal. It's timely because it's got the time frame in there. You can measure it because if you did it three times, then you, you met it and it's specific enough that it's, it's got the information in it. And yeah, and it is a little structure. Like this, yeah, like the structure of it too makes it feel a little more real. Like yeah. I'm gonna post on Instagram more. Sounds like a little like a little wishy washy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the smart goal definitely sounds like you are committing to a goal. Yeah, and you're committing to something. And you know, there's two schools of thought in that you write it down and you look at it and you remember what the goal is and you're moving towards that goal and you 
you can visualize it because it's written down somewhere. And then there's a school of thought of don't write it down because then you're pressuring yourself too much. Mm-hmm. So it's all in whatever your comfort level is with it. Just when you're creating goals, just have those pieces in it so that you can measure it. Yeah. Well, if I'm ever going to remember it, I'm going to have to write it down because my life is a little too busy. <laughs> I'm a lift breaker, so I got it. <laughs> I'm like, if I think of something going into the grocery store and I don't write it down, I'm going to forget it while I'm in there. So I have to write them down if I yep. think I'm going to do them. <laughs> exactly. I do the exact same thing. Oh, well, then I will ask you, do you have like a cute, do you have any like rec- like your favorite brand of notebook or like paper planner or something like do you write down goals or plans anything like specific or are you just like what else so I have um actually I got it at the dollar store <laughs> it's this really it. cool turquoise and gold spacey themed notebook that uh-huh. I write my goals in nice you gotta have a fun notebook I do. I think or you're not going back to it but then if it's too nice I forget I don't want to write in it because I don't want to ruin it so why I get them at the dollar store because I yes. don't feel bad about spending the couple of bucks for the notebook. And if I like more than one, I'm not putting myself, you know, I'm not spending yeah. 40, $50 on a notebook. Yes. <laughs> so I've got my two or $3 notebook. I write all my notes in it. I'm not worried about tearing out pages because I need it for something else. It's, yeah. It has goals in it. It's got, um, you know, I put affirmations in there. You know, mm-hmm. uh, of course I am doing this. And it takes some time to do that and get into that and journaling about it. But the goals are definitely in there. And I go back and I review them and I check, check things off and I have little task lists underneath them. And did I do this one? Did I do this one? That type of thing. And it's, and a lot of people use a computer system for that or a, you know, a program for it. So there are people that use um, ClickUp for task lists and things like that. I really like the process of writing it down with a pen and paper. I'm old school. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Sometimes I'm old school about it, but it (laughs) it really, for me, it is, it seems much more solid when I write it down. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, so I recently cleaned out my sun porch because we got the puppy. So this is like her little domain for now, like her safe space. Yeah. And I found a notebook that on the front says creativity takes courage and it's really cute. And I never wrote in it because it's too cute. (laughs) So I was like, I'm putting this right by my desk. This is where I'm going to start getting serious about this stuff. Um, Because if I did it like in a Google Doc, I mean, I I think like Google Drive is great, but it's just going to get lost in the shuffle. Like I think it needs to be its own little thing. And honestly, for an art teacher, I should be ashamed of myself at how little I like doodle and no I shouldn't I should give myself grace because I have a new puppy I have a one-year-old I have a four-year-old I'm virtually teaching and starting a podcast like I need to cool my jets on that negative self-talk teachable moment yes you've got stuff going on (laughs) um but now I'm excited to sit down and be a little kinder to a smart goal Yes. Although I still want to rethink, of course, I always want to reinvent everything, but I'm like, what else can we call it besides the smart goal? But I don't know why I want to reinvent it. You can call it it whatever you want. <laughs> and that's the thing, right? Is that, yes, it's it's a formula to create a goal. But if you have the, the pieces in it, 
doesn't matter what you call it. The ingredients are there. It doesn't matter what you call it. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to think about this. I'm going to like message you one day and be like, I found out what I'm going to call it. <laughs> I'm going to like have all these synonyms and come up with like a really funny acronym and be like, it's a whatever goal. I'm going to figure that out. Everybody stay tuned for that. Uh, awesome. Well, Lori, this really, I'm not kidding, has changed 100% my perspective on SMART goals. Good. I'm glad. I didn't like them. They, you turned my frown upside down when it comes to <laughs> SMART goals. I think I'm in it now. My job here is done. Yes. <laughs> Wait, no, it's not. Just kidding. Well, you're going to um, share a little something with everybody that will help us figure all this stuff out, right? Tell yeah, us about it. I do. I have um, a document that I a PDF that basically walks you through creating a SMART goal and then the task list and how you define what is critical, what's important, what you can do later. And then for mm. people that have a team, what you can delegate. Nice. Yeah. And that link is available. You're going to have that. I will. You can set you if you have like a, or, <laughs> or do you, <laughs> um, I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Do you have, do you have a link to it? It's all linked to my Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what's that? What's your Instagram handle? It's at Lori M. Richards. Okay. At Lori M. Richards. And I'm going to put all your stuff in the um, show notes. So anytime anybody wants to check on that, they can just hit up the show notes and find all, all the places to find you. Awesome. Cool. And then um, what do you want to add to our party playlist? So I'm making a Spotify playlist with recommendations from every single guest that comes on. So what's going to be your song? Do I have to only pick one? It's so hard. Huh, how about this? How, how many do you have? I only have two. All right. You say the two and then maybe I'll be the tiebreaker. <laughs> Is that crazy? Or I might just be like, we'll let them both in. Let's right. hear what you got. Um, so, my talk first, it out. so my first is City of Blinding Lights by U2. Okay. Okay. I, love I mean, that. I don't know that song specifically, but U2, solid, solid choice for sure. Mm -hmm. They opened up a concert with that song that I went to. It was my first concert of theirs. And I fell in love with that song. Uh, I feel that way about um, a Lady Gaga song because it was, um, what is that song? Now I can't even think of it. And we're on a podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hurry up. Think of it. Uh, I don't know. I'll post it somewhere. But it, same thing. I'm like, oh, like every time I hear that song, it brings you right back. Yeah, is that what happens to you? Adrenaline mm -hmm. feeling every time I, every time I hear it, I get it even yeah. now. And it was what, 15 years ago. Yeah. And then. Uh, another band of my favorite is Maroon 5, and I love the song Wait. Okay, I don't know that song either. I'm going to have to pick, I'm going to have to listen to them. Let's just add them both. Why am I being such a Grinch about picking just one? <laughs> but every, everybody's going to want to pick two then. I know. Hmm. You know what we're going to do? When your episode comes out, we're going to um, put up a poll on Instagram and the people can choose. Yes. Great. That'd idea. be fun because I'm going to engage on Instagram at least three times a week because yes, <laughs> it. it will be part of my smart goal. That is a good goal to have. <laughs> yes. All right, Lori. Well, this was really fun. I'm so glad you 
stopped by. I still am struggling with what to say to people on a podcast because we're just talking on a microphone. Thank you for being on my podcast. It was amazing. I I loved it. This is so awesome. Yay. All right. I'll talk to you soon, girl. All right. Thanks. I'll talk Mm -hmm. to you later. Bye. Bye. Okay. I figured it out. It's an artsy goal. Are y'all ready for this? It's going to blow your minds. A stands for amount. That's where you measure the thing. Like how much of something are you going to do three times a week? We talked about Instagram a lot. So A is the amount. R is still relevant. T is the timeline. So when you're going to do it by, I just changed timely to timeline. Same diff. S is still standing for specific. And Y is you can do it. It's attainable. All right. Feels good. Achievable. Attainable. That's what we talked about. So that's it. That's my thing. It's an artsy goal. The amount, the relevance, timeline, specific. You can do it. (laughs) Just kidding. I don't know why I had to reinvent the wheel. But once I said I would, I really wanted to dive in and do it. Seriously. Lori has really turned me around on the whole smart goal thing. I didn't realize it was just a sentence. (laughs) And I think I was getting too wrapped up in the specifically in the specific and time steps. It just felt too rigid to me and it just sort of made me throw the whole thing out the window. But I'm going to add them back in for sure, get myself together for 2021. Who is with me? We are. That's you guys listening. (laughs) If you are with me and not just my fake little voice saying it, if you're with me, here's your next step. You're going to get a little journal or whatever you want to write these things down. Truth be told, I just invested in the Michael Hyatt Full Focus Planner. I haven't done it yet, but I'm excited to get started. This episode is really going to help me. So, you know, if you want to go to the dollar store and get a journal, if you want to write it on a freaking post-it note, go ahead. But I want you to start writing down stuff. You know, Lori said, I guess Lori said you don't even need to write them down if you don't want to, but... Try to make a smart goal or an artsy goal if that makes you feel more comfortable and inspired. Um, but yeah, to grab Lori's worksheet that she can you you can use to walk you through making your goals and prioritizing the tasks that go with it, check out the show notes at DeannaSeymour.com backslash 17. See you next time, smarty pants, artsy pants. Oh, and if you liked today's episode, can you do me a favor and click the subscribe button and leave a review? It'll help more women just like you join the party. And you'll get an official Imperfect Party pin in the mail. Just saying. And remember, the beauty's in the imperfections.